Gan. Oh yeah, nah, pretty good. Singing, we should chuck a podcast. What do you reckon? Oh yeah, no, nah, I can't come around. Let's do a thing. You gonna kick us off? Um, hey guys. Come on. <laughs> come on down. <laughs> so what's going on, everyone? What's going on, everyone? Welcome to. What do you reckon? Yep. <laughs> Nailed it. Season two, round 11. Welcome back. And we have our special guest today, Tennille Hennessy. I thought you were going to say me then. No. Am I a guest today? <clears throat> sure. I guess you kind of are, hey? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, welcome to What Do You Reckon? Thank you. This is already weird for me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how to react anymore, no, do you? I don't know, because it's my wife. It's like <laughs> <laughs> So, so we've got Tennille on. What are we talking about? We thought today we would smash out an episode because I guess some people have been following along with the story of Tennille and I and creating a human. Mm-hmm. And we've done well this time. And we are, we're getting there. We're getting close. We're nine, nine weeks out. Eight and a half Eight. weeks. Eight, Eight and a half weeks. Wow. What yeah. is that? What's the birth month then? October 18. October. What's uh, Scorpio? Virgo? Virgo, okay. What, cool. What, what, what does that mean though? What's a Virgo? Know. I don't know. There's, there'll be Virgos listening right now saying good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. There'll be people that don't like Virgos that'll be saying bad stuff. We'll update that in the next episode. I'll, I'll do some astrology. Mm. Yeah. On the babby. I want to say Virgos, <clears throat> when I like first meet little Henny, mm. is um, I'm like, oh, do Virgos just always cry? Yeah. Because this one does. <laughs> True. Yeah, there you but go. Maybe, maybe I you think won't. a lot of serial killers are Virgos. Oh, fuck, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them are Pisces too, which I'm Is a Pisces, yeah. I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so I guess we'll talk all things pregante, pregnancy. Because yep. um, we obviously had the episode, which, Tanil you didn't get to be part of, which was about the miscarriage, which was obviously mm-hmm. a very big event for you guys. Important point to bring up. Now, Tanil, you figured this out or you saw this. Mm -hmm. What is this week, month? Oh, so on Sunday the 22nd, it is National Rainbow Baby Day. What does that mean? So, uh, pregnancy loss. Oh, okay. This Sunday? This Sunday. Wow. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So, what is that raising awareness for? Is it? Just around mothers and dads that have, you know, lost their babies and just a stigma around that as well. Because no one really talks about it. No, no. And that was like the feedback we got from that episode of um, it's nice for people to just speak openly and honestly about it. So it's not such a taboo, shame type thing. It's like because it is so common and like we should all be there for each other. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. Like do you want to talk about that? Touch on like your experience of it? Yeah. So, well, I was pretty open online about it. Mm. Yeah. First of all, that was the easiest thing to do is once you were open about it, it was so easy to talk about it after that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the hardest thing is sort of opening the door really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't know how people are going to react or like are you doing it for sympathy or whatever. Yeah. Whereas that wasn't the case for us. Like people already knew close to us that we were trying for so long already. Mm. So, yeah, I just thought – we needed to share it. When, so. And when we did finally share it, the amount of messages, and we've said this in the episode, is that it was hundreds, hundreds, probably so a thousand. So many and people. like so many 
people I know that haven't told yeah. people. Yeah. They've like, just been you know, too afraid to. Even just... friends, like I didn't even know that had miscarriages. Yeah. So, but yeah, seeing, I guess, my post really helped them talk about it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because it is one in four. One in four pregnancies is miscarriage. Wow. And That's I, crazy. I didn't know that until it happened. Yeah. Because no one talked about it. Not that we were the first people to ever talk about it. It's just we were never in that bubble. So. No. Yeah, well, I mean, I've heard of people having them before, obviously, but in terms of people I know, close friends and acquaintances, you guys are the first to experience mm. that. So mm. that's like even my first foray into it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, as a friend on the outside, it's like, what do you do? What do you say? There's really nothing that you can do apart from just be like here for you type thing but yeah you know even just like being there for people going through it experiencing it just like I guess that helped you guys actually speaking about it and knowing that then everybody around you is your support network and is ready to support that yeah Yeah. and I also wanted to um like not pretend that I was okay sure yeah so um you know and people I'm pretty transparent with how I am so if I was in a shit mood like I wanted people to know why I don't want to. I didn't want to put, be fake and put a front yeah. on. Like this is why I'm feeling like this. So yeah, you're not just in a mood today and being bratty yeah, or something. Yeah, There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's another reason why as well that I wanted to share it because yeah, I feel like people put on this front for sure. Like when they when it happens. Mm. So and I feel like it's probably harder for guys as well to like understand. We're in a different position where. We are feeling the pain, but only mentally. Yeah. yeah. See, but we're trying to, we want to almost feel it physically as well to just get that part, like how would I say, the... Um, well, so you understand. So we understand yeah. more as about what you're actually going through. Yeah. But all we can do is just be the as comforting as we possibly can. That's all we can do. That's part of like pregnancy as well. And when the birth comes, it's like, what can we do to just make things easier? Yeah. Yeah. And it's difficult for guys because, like, being there for your partner, you can't know exactly, like, what you felt and experienced, mm. and you know, like, because it happens external of us, whereas for yeah. you, it's literally your body, your yeah, consciousness yeah. that gets affected by it. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that's tough. But yeah, so things are going well now. That's awesome. Yeah, Great. so we had one month, like, a cycle, mm. and then we fell pregnant again the Next month, so wow. so soon. You do hear of that a lot as well. That people that miscarriage, like if Full they pregnant. get straight back on the horse, yeah. the second one's a breeze. Well, yeah. I was told that, and I didn't muck around. <laughs> <laughs> so nodded to Neil, but <laughs> but yeah, it was just uh, when I did my research. And that was not, not really much. It's me on my phone. <laughs> apparently, we should try straight away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, you got to get the all clear first, like yeah. from the doctor, to make sure the. You know, the first, the baby's all gone, like the fetus or, um, yeah, I don't know what they call it, sorry. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they make sure it's all gone first and then they'll tell you you can start trying again. Yeah, right. So. Do you think that it, like, helped psychologically deal with the miscarriage being, like, getting straight back into it again or did it sort of, like, cast well, any doubts for you guys or? I think so. And we always had, our goal was to get pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Like we never wanted to like leave it any longer. Like it already been like eighteen months. Sure. So to get to that point, did it feel like you were pushing the miscarriage to the side, or did it feel as though it was helping with the healing process? Though 
I think yeah. for me, helping with the healing, mm. what do you reckon, Liam? Well, yeah, it definitely helped after that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If there was, because we didn't grieve for very long. It was like a bittersweet moment. Yeah. yeah. See, because the reason I say that is when we found out we were pregnant, to Neil, it wasn't like, oh my God, I'm pregnant again, like the big happy yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. When Tanil fell pregnant the second time, it was like, okay, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like, like it was just, we were so, like, how would I say, careful about the whole situation. Sure. We yeah. just want everything to go well. Yeah. So we're very, um, how would I say, we're just cautious this yeah. time. Yeah, just cautious and mindful, you know, yeah. that it could happen again. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, everything's looking good and you're sort of in that healthy stage now. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, he is crazy and yeah, okay, well, very that, that's, active. That's one Swimming thing. around a lot. No, yeah, so I, I've told Tanil because Tanil always says, oh, he's a psycho. I'm just like, please stop <laughs> he saying is. that. If, if he was like kicking your bladder. He's active. <laughs> he's healthy and active. That's but, yeah. so good. Yeah, well, because um, obviously a bunch of questions got sent in about this. And so one of them is relevant. Um, somebody asked, how did you manage with the heartbreak month after month and staying hopeful when trying to conceive? Um, so my tip would be, I think after the maybe fifth month, I stopped taking pregnancy tests because mm-hmm. you get so excited, you start trying and then they always say, don't do a pregnancy test until your missed period. Right. So if you don't get your period, then do a test. Yeah. And I was being too hopeful and doing tests before. So you'd get let down and then you're like, I'm not pregnant. And then you get your period and it's just like, it's just worse. Yeah, right. So then, yeah, my tip would be definitely don't take pregnancy tests. Don't even buy them. Mm -hmm. So you're not tempted either. Yeah, unless you fully think you're pregnant and you don't get your period. Then go to the chemist and get a pregnancy test. Okay. My thing was just focus on other shit. Yeah. So do those like... The mentality that we've always had is just do the things you love. Yep. So when you focus more on other things and like clearly this is a make this plan B. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Don't make it your main goal to have a kid. Just let that happen naturally. Yeah. Right. Still go on with your day to day life because that's still going to happen no matter what. Yeah. So you take the pressure to perform off yourself in a way. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So yeah. But yeah, it's definitely, I don't know, everyone's going to answer that differently. Mm. So. But, but for yeah. you, it, it was that thing of like, yeah, we are trying, so we're yeah. going to be trying, but yeah. life goes on. So if it happens, amazing. Yeah. yeah. And okay. then after a year that it didn't happen, we went and got checked. So we went and saw like fertility, did all the tests and everything, got all heaps of stuff done. Everything came back good. Mm-hmm. So we were like, what's happening? Yeah. Like, timing. We're I fine. Think. Like nothing's wrong. And then our doctor said it's just timing because our timing is so off with Liam on night shift. Yeah. So I would be ovulating when he's at work or okay. like something like that. Yeah, I was that. getting messages from Tanil to say, come home now. <laughs> I never did. No. But, <laughs> did. And then, um, but yeah, I used to say when I was leaving work, I was like, all right, boys, I'm going to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, eh? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no. Go on to your second job. Yeah, go on to Boys, I had a bit of overtime. <laughs> but yeah. So um, I guess that's the answer with the how to deal with the heartbreak month after month. Yeah. There is no easy answer to that. Yeah. It's just don't make it the number one thing on your mind. Have other priorities, but that's yeah. still yeah. a goal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And definitely, yeah, the sooner you get checked, the better, I think. 
just yeah. to have that clarity. Yeah, okay. So. On that note, what were some of the things, the procedures that you got done? So I had the blood test done where they check your hormones and everything. And then I had like a tracker to see my cycle, which was always perfect. My ovulation to make sure I'm ovulating. That was perfect. And then I had a um, procedure called um, HCG ultrasound where they um, basically open you up <laughs> down there and flush your tubes out and see if there's any blockages yeah, and stuff right. like that. Um, that was all fine. So and they said after that procedure, a lot of people fall pregnant because they've cleaned you out. Okay. So – and we yeah. heard that and from we quite actually, a lot of people. And we actually – I got that done in July and then we fell pregnant with the first baby in September – Oh, okay. So, so maybe that did – maybe that was a thing. Clean, yeah. the, clean the pipes out. I guess like yeah. that right there is something for people trying to remember as well is that like, yeah, like getting checked out by fertility specialists is always yeah. a good thing but like don't be disheartened if it's taking a while because it is just like those natural rhythms yeah, of yeah. two separate people's yeah. physiology that have to match up at some point. And yeah. yeah. Like – you do hear about people that they try once and fall pregnant instantly. Like, yeah. you know, oh, even yeah. people on one night stands yeah. that and end up with mental, kids and crazy, stuff. crazy, yeah. Um, but then for other people, it does take a lot longer and it's, you know, your sexual health, your internal health might actually be perfect, but there is definitely rhythms mm. to yeah. fertility and pregnancy that have to be matched on both sides. So, yeah. And sure. something like night shift with circadian rhythms and all that can really affect that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I would say that. Like... You know, you might not have had your, your strongest swimmers at the gate. No. Well, like, he, did get, you were he did get that checked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awkward experience too. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> we don't have to talk about that one. All right. Next question. <laughs> um, so, similar vein. Um, somebody said, how are you feeling after being pregnant? No, how are you feeling being pregnant after the miris after the miscarriage? Hope that's not too personal. Mm. I feel good, but I don't feel I didn't feel as excited as I was with the first pregnancy. Right. So I didn't get that initial feeling of when I saw the pregnancy test with the two lines like I did the first time. Yeah. Sure. And I with the first one I was taking like bump picks every week. Mhm like super early on, whereas this pregnancy, I've only ever taken two pictures the whole pregnancy. Okay. And that's the ones where, you know, the girl, you stand in front of the same wall, same position, same outfit. Mm -hmm. I've only ever taken two. Yeah, right. Just because I was always so paranoid or like I didn't want all these memories because I've still got like all these memories of the first one in my, in my phone still. Yeah. So, yeah, I just... Just automatically made you The first one cautious. definitely took away... The excitement for this one. Yeah. But now I think after like week 25, that's when I'm, I felt more connected. And yeah, once we got the all clears from a yeah. lot of things, yeah, you, yeah. you start becoming a t more attached then. Yeah, yeah. Right. it was very hard to become attached to what was happening. Because generally, isn't it after like 12 weeks that you're sort of considered yeah, to be out of in the, the first, clear? Uh, yeah, 12 and then the 20 week one. 20 weeks, yeah. So 20 weeks is the big scan there. Okay. Where they check for everything. Cool. So, so yeah, when we're doing this scan, this 20-week scan, I remember this one thing that amazed me is that when they're checking for like Down syndrome and all that, she goes, she's like zooming in on his hand. hands. That's yeah. where they can check for. Yeah, there's apparently, is it, they have one. The bone. Yeah, there's one extra bone. Yeah. If it's the child's Down syndrome. 
Wow. Yeah. yeah. She, wow. Yeah. I was, and then never heard of that. And yeah. then something on the back of their head can detect something else and... Yeah, yeah, it's insane. That's crazy. So those, that, that big 20, that goes for like an hour when they go through everything yeah. like that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, huh. That's interesting. That's so cool. Um, were there any changes you made to achieve a successful pregnancy? Um, nah, not know. really. We're still doing like active, same lifestyle. No. Yeah. No massive We've changes? Well, well, there was nothing that I was told I had to change sure. because, you know, science-wise, I was fine. Yeah. So, and, you know, always, like, generally, like, eating well and going to the gym and whatever. So, but I think maybe stress, my stress levels went down a lot, like, this year. Mm-hmm. So, maybe that could It was a big stressful period when the miscarriage happened. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, with work and things like that. So, yeah, yeah, that was. I think we tried to focus on with coming open, help our stress levels go way down. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. being open, yeah. we weren't trying to bottle anything up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I'd always take on like other people's stress, you know, at work or you know with friends. Like I always, um, I just know I always want to help everyone. Do yeah. you know what I mean? You so, take on their problems a bit. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. So this year, I really said to myself, "No, nah, it's going to be about me." Mm. Yeah. That's it. Just establishing some boundaries. Yeah. Just when big things happen, we just start putting ourselves first. Yeah. Yeah. For Winston, for example, when he went blind, Mm. we just, nothing else mattered except we just had to do what we had to do in our bubble. Yeah. Yeah. And we were open about it straight away. Because it's even, you know, doing stuff like the podcast, which is fun. Yeah. But it's just like an added thing to your day. So it's just like, you know, we'll just put that on pause for a while. Yeah. 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 But it's good that we're doing it now because it means things are going good again. Yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah. yeah. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody said, we kind of already covered it, but how long were yous trying for? <laughs> Did you end up conceiving naturally or with help? So we were trying for... 18 months, wasn't it? 18 months. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when we fell pregnant with the first one. And then obviously two months and then fell pregnant again. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, natural. So nearly two years. Yeah, natural. Yeah, yeah. natural. <laughs> but we actually, I did get a referral to get IVF about six months before that. Right. Yeah, so we'll if get we, ready for that. If we wanted to speed up the process of trying to, you know, be pregnant. Uh, okay. But, you know, that costs money. Mm. And when you get told everything's fine, then yeah, just keep trying. Yeah, yeah. fully. I feel yeah. like if it went past like three years, yeah, then we yeah. would definitely go down that route, I think. I don't know if I would have lasted that long, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, just not yeah. to do with the weight, just physically. That's I don't a lot of energy. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's a, that's a lot of overtime. It's only 12 hours of the whole cycle. I'm, I'm, I'm 30 now. I can't last that. No. Um, someone said, not a question, but if anyone with kids buys you button-up onesies... For the bubba, they hate you. Ah, oh, yeah. Is that because when they shit themselves? No, because they're really annoying. Oh, they can't get in and out of them. And you want zip it, zippies because they're super quick. Yeah. Because uh-huh. they're going to be fidgety on the, you know, change table or whatever. Of course. Quickly zip them up. Whereas like buttons, you're like, uh. Yeah, true. But That's it, weird. That seems weird that they even make them with buttons. Yeah, but yeah. it's, there's is, so is it many cute outfits with the buttons. Uh-huh. So that's why it's a look thing. Yeah, but it's not very, um. Yeah, but like then all you got to do is like have a zipper with like a little flap over it and put like fake, fake buttons. buttons on yeah. there. Yeah, for yeah, the look, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the yeah, aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't mind. Like, 
Whatever. No. Give me buttons, give me zips. It's yeah. all good. So as soon as we get one with buttons, we'll just like... <laughs> I actually Thanks. have some with buttons cool. yeah. and they're fine. Oh. <laughs> but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you were There's right. a big ship ready to get changed. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, oh, these fucking buttons. Um, somebody's asked... I guess you can answer this in regard to pregnancy or in regards to parenthood, but what scares you both the most? Um... Kids. Kids. <laughs> no. No. Other kids. No. Uh, teenagers. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think School. that's... Teenagers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to deal with teenagers <laughs> side kids, of things. Yeah. yeah. And the whole, um, yeah, going to school and like yeah. bullying and all that and... Yeah. I mean... I, that's pretty scary. I think we'll be able to um, relate as best we can. I just want to be able to relate with our kid. Yeah. To... um, So they feel safe to be able to talk to us. Yeah, definitely. Mm. That's a good point actually. Yeah. Um, like for me, I always think about like, what if they pick friends that I reckon is shit? Yeah. Or well, that's what I mean. Or if like they get best mates and you know, like you have to do that thing where you meet their families and you see yeah. them all the time. It's like, what if their parents suck and you have yeah. to spend a lot of time? With <laughs> oh, them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I reckon every parent would relate to that question oh definitely oh, like, like already. The, all the birthday parties you yeah. have to go to it's yeah like, oh my god <laughs> sports events yeah. which like i guess most dads are like yeah can't wait for the sport and stuff and then yeah. you end up having a kid that's crap at sport and like yeah. Nah. yeah yeah but yeah scary i think is ages away i feel like when they start going to school yeah you just got a lot of fun coming up a lot of tired but a lot of fun yeah i get everyone says to be ready for opinionated People like, like um, what other mums and dads? yeah, other mums like just get ready f- to be given opinions. But yeah. I feel like that happens as soon as you yeah. fall pregnant, even before yeah. you fall pregnant, because yeah. we talked about yeah. that in that yeah. episode. Like, yeah. when are you trying for a baby? Yeah, and then yeah. As, well, soon as soon as, as you're you pregnant, get married, yeah, it's like on. Yeah, and then you know, as soon as you fall pregnant, people know and they start asking, "What's the name? What's the name?" And if you tell yeah. them, then yeah. they start going like, "Oh no, I had a dog with that name," or like, "No, nah, my <laughs> ex was named that." That's yeah. what, you know, everyone gives you their opinion on yeah. the names and stuff. Yeah. Like, our kid, not yours. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why we're not telling anyone the name because because no. we don't want Daryl being hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you settled on an, a definite yeah. name? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we have. How exciting. All right. What are, what do we got next? Um, somebody's asked, how's the flaps going? <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, swollen. <laughs> Copy. Things get bigger and stuff. Um, you just have a lot of pressure and blood flow. Yeah. But, yeah, they um, get bigger and darker. Interesting. Yeah, but it's normal. You, like every like. Liam can confirm. No, but like I even went into the doctors and I'm like, oh my god, you know, it's like down uh, there, and hairy and stuff yeah, like that. yeah. And she's like, and they're like, oh, that's Lisa. Your worries, like, you know. I was like, yeah, I know, but yeah. it's not cute. <laughs> but yeah, it makes sense. You've got this thing pushing all this pressure down that way. Yeah. Well, I remember like Kat's very like matter of fact about this yeah. sort of stuff. She just tells you like yeah. it is. Yeah. And um, we were over at their place one day and uh, when she was pregnant with Hallie, she must have been sort of like upside down <laughs> and like her head was like 
right near her butt. <laughs> and so she was like, it literally feels like her head's about to come out my bum hole. <laughs> it must be the weirdest feeling. Oh, it is. Uh, who found out first? Me. <laughs> you would assume so. Yeah, is it, oh, no, maybe that's the question. Who did we tell first? Oh, oh maybe, yeah. Well, I, <laughs> so, I knew. I knew. <laughs> okay, so. The baby came to me in a dream. So I knew 12 days after we had sex that I was pregnant. Wow. Yeah. Like I knew instantly. Just. Then who was Was the it like a feeling told? that you had or because you yeah. missed your period? No, or? well, my period wasn't until like five days later. Right. So you just know, like women know their body. Mm. Like. Things were weird, like I was getting like really weird cramping down there and then I just felt so off, like just not myself. Mm. And it was weird because we were actually going down to Burley to Rick Shaw's yeah. to have lunch. And then I was like really umming and about getting a cocktail. Mm-hmm. She got one. But I got oh, one. So huh. it was my last cocktail. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I got home, I did a pregnancy test and it was positive. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, who was the first? Oh, I told Kelly. Okay. Because we had a girlfriend's hens. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Literally a week later. Mm -hmm. So I needed someone there to help me pretend to drink. Oh. So do you remember I posted a photo (laughs) of Tanil at the tap? Yeah. Yeah, The vodka bottle? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And you had it filled with water. So Kelly was, you know, getting the vodka bottle Mm, and like, you know, pretending to make me drinks and stuff. And, but yeah. That was super early. Like I was only like five weeks or four weeks or something. So this is Kelly DeWedger. Kelly DeWedger. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's secret to... sidekick. Yeah. And I was going to tell you on a podcast. Yeah. Like, and then that, yeah. yeah. And I was a stitch up. Yeah. It just kept taking too long. I was like, no, nah, I need to tell. Yeah. You. And then didn't you text me or something? Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, we just <laughs> told. Because like, you're going to be one of the first people to know. And then she's like, oh, we kept postponing the podcast. I was like, oh. But, but yeah. And then you <laughs> told. Yeah, close friends and then family and then... Yeah. Yeah, it was just a... The first time was a bit more, um, uh, you know, the FaceTiming parents and all that. Mm-hmm. It was a little more... It had to be parents first in that, but this time it's just like, who are we seeing next? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah fully. Yeah. Um, things you wish you knew before being pregnant. Um, so anything you've discovered that nobody told you about? Not really. I, well, the fake contractions. The uh, Tanil started getting oh, Braxton, Braxton, Hicks. Braxton Hicks. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know about them until last night. Mm-hmm. So no, but I knew about those. But nothing's really surprised me. If anything, I've had a really good pregnancy. Cool. So, but yeah, nothing. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I wish I'd known. Is there anything you wish you'd known? No. <laughs> I wish I knew that it's. Um, we're doing this course. Is Hypnobirthing. Hypnobirthing mm-hmm. on uh, Sunday. Sunday. Um, I thought it was just like, a, first of all, being in the workforce, you mm-hmm. um, when you hear the word course, uh-huh. you're just like, <laughs> like oh, it should be only like two hours or something. We're just yeah. going to run through like, oh, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Sweet eyes. Do a JSA. Yeah. And then Tanil said the other day, it's like, no, it goes for nine hours. I'm like, oh, shit, I don't know. I've got to be prepared for this. Nine hours like in one it's sitting. It's a full day. Good course. Lord. Yeah. Okay. Which is fine. Yeah. But I need to mentally prepare for a full day course. Absolutely, I think anyone does, no matter what it is. And it's and we're basically doing it for you. I know, for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So this is the whole part of me trying to know what like, my what body's to do going through and to be able to help. 
okay. for him to be my voice. Mm. So, yeah, we're basically... Because apparently when you're pregnant, you lose your voice. Mm-hmm. In the room, apparently you lose. You just lose. You just want to be in the zone. You want to be. Do you know what I mean? Present. Present. Yeah. And it kind of teaches you to, you know, be more, I guess, in tune with your body, and you know, not be afraid of birth. And yeah, right. We don't really have and a the breathing techniques, and but we don't have a plan on the day. We're just going to go with the flow. Okay. So. So. I'm assuming hypnobirthing, some kind of hypnosis is involved. Well, it's more like in tune with your body, kind of a, a spiritual kind of mm-hmm. thing. Meditating, basically. Meditating, like uh-huh. have mu- like certain music playing if you want and stuff like that, essential yeah. oils. It's like. basically learning how to stay calm throughout this right? instead of panic. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And like, yeah, she teaches you... You know, well, this is what we're made to do, like our bodies. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Unless, you know, you physically, like, you know, your pelvis is too small or something happens. Like, because it could yeah. be quite traumatic experience for a lot of people. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that, like, uh, women are naturally evolved to be able to do this, but it is still trauma. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so it has to be dealt with appropriately in, like, you know, postnatal care and whatnot, yeah. which yeah. is something that our, like, health system really doesn't do very well, like pelvic floor examinations and mm. follow-up and whatnot. So, yeah. like, it really is up to couples to to look into that stuff for themselves. Yeah. So, like, this hypnotherapy thing is going to be really good, but yeah. then there's, you know, additional follow-up, again, yeah. to, like, rebuild that pelvic floor and yeah. then just, like, to rebuild your energy and chi after something like that happening and yeah. ongoing care. Yeah. Well, the lady that we're doing it through, she actually has, like, postpartum courses as well Yeah, cool. for mums. So... Yeah, I'll probably do those as well. Yeah, because that's something that's been really interesting for me is I have postnatal clients. And so one of my clients had triplets and she had 11 centimetres of abdominal separation. So that's something that um, is like very, very common for most births is the the, um, uh, rectus abdominis will separate yeah, yeah. Um, to allow for, you know, the growth of the baby and whatnot. And so, yeah, it went from 11 centimetres and um, it's – I'm pretty sure it's completely closed now. And, yeah. Yeah, wow. you know, she had a, a, a physio that told her it, it's not going to fully close ever. Yeah. yeah. Well, it yeah. <laughs> like, Amazing. Yeah, so um, it's pretty incredible what our bodies is, are capable of and mm. then especially when they're looked after well. Did yeah. she go to this physio on a Friday afternoon by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got biz to go to. Yeah. All right. Um, well, you kind of answered this, but somebody's question is, what is your birth plan? Um, Just not, going in open-minded. Yeah. 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 Just having all the info first yeah. and taking it as it comes. Yeah. 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 And obviously, you know, if it does become too hard and I get really tired and I can't, you know, take the pain, I'll definitely, you know, ask for medication or mm-hmm. the epidural yeah because there, there it gets to a point where you it is too it. late for the yeah. epidural yeah, yeah 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 when you're a certain amount of centimeters or if your labor is going too quick yeah okay so um yeah we'll we'll see i have no expectations really i don't mm. know but you see yeah we watched this thing on tv last night this chick on the news she had a, a healthy baby nine weeks premie wasn't it yep which is where we're at now. Yeah, wow. And yeah. I go to Tina, I'm like, we've got, should we maybe pack a bag now? Yeah. <laughs> Just like, in case. Yeah. Hectic. Because like how early is early now? It's yeah. It's interesting how there's no right answer for this stuff because like you guys don't have a birth plan. No. 
but you're getting all the information pre yeah. and then just seeing what happens on the day and yeah. how you feel and whatnot. Yeah. Which I think is like a, a it's kind of a plan in and of itself to have yeah. no plan. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a really cool way of doing it. And then like other people I've heard of who have very, very specific plans. Like yeah, yeah. they account for every situation. Like if yeah. this happens, do respond that. this way, yeah. do not do this. Yeah. Obviously like, we'll have those things. Yeah. But we're not set on like I want a C section. Yeah. Or yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't want to set up for disappointment. Put it that I want to give birth yeah. on all fours. Like, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I want to give birth like on all fours or squatting or kneeling over a bed or something because, you know, that's better for the body and that's like gravity. Yeah. Like the natural way of, yeah. um, I guess, it's like, you know, your bowel movements. Yeah. Like if you're squatting a little bit, it's way easier. Yeah. So I feel like that's how is a like a baby's going to come. Yeah. So naturally on all fours, um, it actually opens up the birth yeah, canal. Yeah. And so you're not pushing uphill then. Yeah. So all your muscle contractions actually assist the baby yeah. to come out that way and you've got yeah. gravity on your side. Yeah. So yeah. Well, apparently it's meant to help prevent, you know, tearing and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that as well. Yeah. So, so it's better like for you and for yeah. the baby, there's like far less trauma involved. And that's something that I only learned like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Because in movies, you always see them on their back with the legs up in the stirrups. Yeah. And it's no. like, that's just how it happens. And <laughs> no, well, I saw this um, video on Instagram and it was showing that a lady with her legs literally up like this mm. and it actually made her pelvis close in, mm. like when her legs are like this. So when they brought her legs closer, her pelvis actually opened up wider. Yeah. So it's pretty much why like doctors making us open our legs so wide. Yeah. And no wonder people are getting like three and four degree tears. Yeah, yeah. Like when they're laying down. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of the like like I spoke about these kind of archaic traditions that have always been part of the current medical system that like we have more infor- information now. Why are we still doing it this old way? Mm. Mm. It's really bizarre how slow this stuff moves and yeah. takes to be accepted by mainstream. Yeah. yeah. But the more that like what's cool is that, you know, living in the age of information that we do and everything's at our fingertips is that couples now do all this research for themselves and go, no, 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 this is how yeah, we're going to do yeah. it. Yeah. So maybe that's going to be the zeitgeist to, or the catalyst to actually change what yeah. happens in these processes. Yeah. Which is yeah. super interesting. Mm. Yeah. Uh, how many babies would you guys like? Two. Two? two? Yeah, two. two. What happens if the next one's triplets? We'll have three. <laughs> Maybe give one away. Give one away? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> three total. Yeah. So we'll keep the two best ones. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep the two best ones. <laughs> oh, gosh. But no, just two, please. That would be nice. And close together. Yeah. But we know the theory. It just it happens when it happens. Yeah. yeah. You get what you get. Yeah. Lucky dip. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, that's all the questions that we had. What else? Uh, what excites you? What do you like? You know, do you. I, I, this is a question that gets asked a lot is like, are you ready? Mm. Are, you, are you ready? Like, I can you ever be no ready? One ever ready. Is. No one no. can ever be ready. See, my theory is just, I'm doing this now. Whatever. Tomorrow, if there's a kid, <laughs> I guess I'm doing that now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably the most common thing I've heard from every parent is it's like whether you think you're ready or yeah. you don't think you are, yeah. you're just not. No one's ever ready. No. You don't know what to expect and then it's there and you just adapt. Like yeah. Life yeah. changes because it has to. Mm. Yeah. And, um, you know, most people who really enjoy parenthood, they all go, it, it's just worth it anyway. You yeah. just, you're just 
you adapt, you just do. Yeah. And like you look at your kid and you have so much love for them that it's just worth it anyway. It's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard anyone say it's a shit idea to mm. do it. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Nah. So if anything, they can't remember their life before. Yeah. Like yeah. once their kids are here. Postnatal is something that I keep an eye on though. Yeah. Like I feel like um, it's important to uh, pay attention to your life now, but don't miss it too much. Like it's um, look forward to what life is going to bring and how you can enjoy that. Yeah. That there's a whole new journey on the way. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't want to have to, I don't, I don't want to fall into a trap where I miss my old life. Oh uh, yeah. Cause um, like I love my life now, mm. but I can't wait to have this life still with someone else. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like it will obviously fundamentally change. I know. Yeah. But doesn't make it any less exciting. Yeah. No. Just there'll be curveballs. But yeah. <laughs> what what's life at the moment has got curveballs every day, doesn't it? Yeah. Like the way the world is, it's like, oh, well, it's just another fucking spanner in the works, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's exciting. Just another job on the list. Yeah. I'm still doing I'm not, I'm still gonna do shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything you're doing like prenatal now? Um, to assist with like postnatal recovery, like for both of you or to prep yourselves to get ready for that lifestyle? I think we'll focus, like in the last podcast, I said that Tanil and I, we like to go to new places mm. and try new things. Yeah. I think we'll be having those new things. Yeah. the I feel Tanil like still doing some of our old things. Yeah. Like the baby should like, work into our life, if that makes sense. I love it. We shouldn't work yeah. around the baby's yes. life, do you know yeah. what I mean? So I feel like... Like I understand parents that can't do things now because they've got their kids. Sometimes, and I know this for a fact, everyone uses their kids sometimes as an excuse to get out of doing something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sleep schedules and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. No, I mean like when they don't want to go somewhere, they'll oh, just... Yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Yeah, they can yeah. just say, oh, no, he's got to have a nap at this time or... Yeah. Yeah, yeah which is fine. But at the same time, I want to be able to involve I like the idea when like Ryan Caffrey example, well, all our friends they bring their kid along yeah, yeah that's yeah, what you yeah. want yeah, that's yeah. what I want that to be included yeah, yeah. so like um, a lot of those things that people will do is getting their babies used to loud noises early yeah. on yeah, and sleeping yeah. through it so then it's like we can go out for dinner or like yeah. for coffee during yeah. their nap time and they're going to be fine in the pram yeah. yeah like getting them used to that stuff so um, like Tanil, do you have a plan for postnatal like Getting the recovery of your body, like your yeah. schedule. Yeah, I guess so. But it's so hard to say because I don't know how he's going to be. So, sure. you know. In I've, a perfect I've, world, we'll just go back to the gym. Yeah, like <laughs> I've got, oh, I can't wait to go to the gym. I'm going to do, like I've already got this thing. I'm going to do the January challenge. Like, you know what I mean? I've got all these things I want to do, but mm. it all depends on. Yeah, how he know. is. Yeah, like I don't know if he's if he's going to be a sick baby or yeah, do you know sure. what I mean? So I definitely have things in the works like that I want to do. Like I definitely want to do another challenge mm-hmm. in January, but we'll just see because that makes me like mentally happy, like going to the gym. Sure. And, like, yeah. Because I've definitely missed that. Yeah. Also got to keep an eye on this little fella down here, make sure he's doing all right. <laughs> oh, oh he's stretching. So we are. Took him to the park before because we knew there's going to be some things happening at home today. Oh, yeah. With guests. Mm-hmm. And uh, we thought, well, we'll tucker him out at the park first. <laughs> so that's the thing. Yeah. He looks so forward. snoozy. 
He looks even smaller when he's asleep. Stumpy little legs. So cute. He's so cute. But, yeah, postpartum. Um, so, like, um, do you have anyone lined up like a, a physio or? Yeah, so, I've, yeah, so I've got an amazing um, Cairo at the moment, Georgia. She specializes in um, babies and kids and pregnancy and everything like that. So, I've been seeing her because my pelvis, well, my back is aching at the moment. Yeah. So, I'll continue to see her after and probably take him there mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I'll probably do like those classes that I told you about with the hypnobirthing lady. Yeah, cool. Postpartum. They're like mama circles. So, a bunch of mums get together and they, I guess, talk about yeah. what's going on. And Yeah, I guess it's a wild thing. Like, um, you know, I still haven't been there myself. But, f- like, from what I've gathered from watching all of our friends that have had had kids is that like that's probably one of the biggest things is like getting ready for that recovery and that life because straight away like you're going to be at home with Bubba you're probably Mm. going to be pretty tired for a while and not Mm -hmm. able to do a lot of stuff like and you know the the breadwinner in the relationship like you know even if it's a same-sex couple whoever is going back to work feels a lot of pressure to provide Yeah. Then still be able to help you. Yeah. Like so it's having those plans of like, well, who does a midnight feed when, you know, yeah. someone's got to get up at four AM to yeah. go to work. Yeah. Um that yeah, the the physical recovery is because like in my opinion, our um medical system does not do enough for women. No, they don't. So they really have to have a good Cairo, physio, holistic coach, somebody like that that's gonna help them, particularly with the, the healing of the pelvic floor and the abdominals because yeah. they go through so much trauma. Yeah. Mm. And that's really important to like your next pregnancy as well as, yeah. you know, just your future well-being. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm doing all that pelvic floor stuff at the moment with um, Georgia. Yeah. So, which is interesting because it feels like I'm going to pee every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, just trying to do that as much as I can. And then on top of that as well is the emotional side of things. Like a lot of people experience FOMO, they get yeah. postnatal depression. So it's also having those things in place and scheduled and ready of like your support group, like friends yeah. that you can go out with. Yeah. Maybe like some people might benefit from having like a, a counsellor or a psychologist ready to go just to help them through that stage. Yeah, yeah. But like both, you know, both people yeah. involve both parents like because yeah. the guys need that just as much as well. Sorry to just put yeah. it as a hetero term, but yeah. that's the easiest. Um, so, you know, whoever is the one that's not dealing with the physical yeah. pregnancy yeah. does yeah. need some extra support because they have that added pressure as well of trying yeah. to be a caretaker. So Yeah. No, yeah. I definitely agree. But, yeah. yeah, we're very fortunate. We have a lot of um, friends and family that have kids and – that just want to help as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why that all goes back to your support network. Yeah. It's always good to have good friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's always great to have good friends, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Super lucky, like to have. And be open with open with everyone. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it just always helps. And no one's like, like once you have that, um, once you're open with the people that you know that are close to you. Yeah. So much help is given. Yeah. I suppose like even for people who aren't, like quite there yet but know that they want to have kids in the future it's Mm. like they can learn a lot from you guys Mm. i even remember one of our friends um they got like had their first probably like eight or nine years ago and she was so upfront being just like nobody told me how disgusting it is to be pregnant like (laughs) all these extra things that happen that nobody ever talked about because 
I guess that's how it used to be. Is like, no, it's all a very private experience. Yeah, and yeah. And it's like it shouldn't be like that. Like, yeah, it's all natural and normal, and everybody, yeah, does yeah. it. So, so we yeah. get, we've decided to go on Facebook Live when the birth is happening. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <no>. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Nah, we won't. Definitely not. <laughs> no, no, we won't. <laughs> we could vlog it though. Would that be interesting? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I don't get we'll, the we'll angles talk about, right. Yeah, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> That's a video that doesn't need to go out. <laughs> yeah, but I think I love watching. We can do it for birth us. Vlogs. No, you don't get your vagina in there. You have yeah. it like set up on a tripod, like you know there. Yeah, maybe yeah. we'll set up a. Um, I think it's just good fans. to look. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I think it's good um, to look back on, to, like just us. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd like to look at it and then. We've never watched our wedding video. Oh really? What? Oh, we watched just that little snippet. Oh, no, we haven't watched thing. the whole footage. No, yeah. we, so we got a thing of the whole day and we've never watched it. Yeah, right. I mean, it goes for like 19 hours or something. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good thing you paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. there for one day. You will watch it one day. That's the thing. One day. Yeah. But yeah, yeah no, I think, it, I think it's cool to do a birth vlog just to look back on. Uh, well, this is part well, of There you go. It's decided. They're yeah. doing a birth vlog. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That Yay. feels better in the works, just like that. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Okay. Well, um, thanks for joining us, Daniel. It's good to have you on the show. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Check will be in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bill you later. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, that's um, the end of that chapter. I think that's, yeah. I guess we'll do a follow-up. Yeah. We'll do a follow-up. Yeah. Uh, after the baby's here? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Because we'll yeah. talk about the whole thing, that's what's happened. Yeah, true. There'll be a big story behind it. Yep, yep. And, yeah. Yeah. Cool. He's so, moving. He's moving. Exciting. <laughs> Tanil did a Lorna Jane shoot the other day. I saw that. That's cool. Because that? they got so like random. a maternity range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've just really knuckled down into maternity. Cool. So, but yeah, it's really super, way out of my comfort zone. Oh yeah. my God. Anyone who knows me knows I would never... <laughs> Do that. I would never model. Anyway, she's on the Lorna Jane website now. I was just like, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm like. But why not? I mean, it's so funny. I feel like if it, before like pregnancy, because I would have been so hard on my body. Oh my God, am I fit enough? Like, are my abs, like, do you know what I mean? Mm. My arms, like, Mm. but you're pregnant. Yeah. Like, they can't really get, they can't really judge you. Yeah. And, And they actually Really didn't like you know when they did the back shot of the crop, I was like oh like you know the yeah extra back fat they're like no like because you know we want it realistic you're a mum like do you know what I mean yeah like they want to you know if you go on the Instagram now you'll see they've started promoting a lot of different body sizes as well yeah so they're trying to be really diverse yeah that's cool I've I've noticed a lot of brands are starting to do that like yeah, just yeah. making everything a bit more raw realistic like yeah. you notice things aren't photoshopped and touched up as much no. anymore like um, Ran pointed out to me we're going past bras and things at, oh, yeah. like the shopping center and like all the girls that they've got are differing body sizes yeah not wearing makeup so it's like that's good hey people have blemishes they're natural yeah it's, yeah. it's not an ugliness yeah. it's like yeah. part of our individual beauty so that, yeah like why do we all have to be like shimmering perfect smooth like, yeah 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 so well, yeah. yeah the marketing girl i was dealing with she said they're trying to be more relatable to everyone yeah and yeah I guess if you see someone on a website that looks like you or has the same body as you, 
people will be more inclined. Yeah. yeah. Whereas before you've got like these skinny, like beautiful models that are like six foot. Like I wouldn't be able to wear those leggings mm. like because they're yeah. too long or like, do you know what I mean? Like they just, it just wouldn't look like that on me. Yeah. Like, so. It is a sales tactic for them, you know, yeah. because it does get people to resonate more. But at the same time, like I still think it has a positive flow on f- effect of like just yeah. the general psychology of people. Yeah. Feeling more included and happy yeah. about themselves. Yeah. I mean, we all still, well, a lot of us still use filters on Instagram. That's the filters only thing. are fun. Yeah. Yeah, fun. But I mean, like, if I've got an option between one or the other, like, I look at without a filter, I'm like, you oh. have a fi- you have uh, you have oh. a favorite. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, boys generally, we don't, you know, diverge too much from what we know. Yeah. So it's yeah. like I yeah. found that one. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. One. I, I feel like we idiot. get so like. <laughs> In but, a hole. But sometimes yeah. you'll start filming one with my face and then I just go, I know to straight. I'm like... It's got lashes yeah, or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it'll put the lashes off. on you but not on me. It's so weird. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we're getting way off topic. No, I'm not. We're talking I'm about filters saying, and Instagram. <laughs> yeah, because Lorna Jane are all about the no filter. Yeah. That's my segue there. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, in case you didn't catch on. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't explain it very well. All right. Alrighty. Well, thanks for joining us. Tanil, do you want to end it by pressing that orange button at the top there? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. Oh, no, 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 oh. that one. That one, that oh. one. <laughs> That's a red one. All right. See ya. <laughs>